talk at BS, we'll now have a small moment of silence for the 2018-2019 Boston Celtics. Why, Kyrie? Why? Why are you such a no-show in the playoffs for the Celtics? Why? Why can't you make a three? Just make an open three. Hit the rim. Kyrie, at least hit the rim. Pretend. Pretend to care, you son of a... Oh. oh, sorry guys, that was one of the more depressing openings to talking BS. It's your boy, Corrado. Not in the... Oh god, not in the best of uh of spirits this morning. Um, and it's not even about the Celtics, it's that the, the Boston sweep is now off. Um, I'm really pissed about that. I really, really wanted that one. Uh, just as another feather. It would just be another feather in the cap for the for the sports fans of uh, of all four teams. It would just been such a nice, just another little cap, just another little feather in the cap. Would have been beautiful. Um, that being said, I'm pretty much I've I've been over this Celtic season for a long time. I mean, this this was written on the wall for months and months with the turmoil and the bitching in the media and the interviews and the the all-star game when him and uh Kevin Durant are are talking and it's it's just been a a season just rife with bullshit and distractions and I'm not surprised one bit that this team just wilted just wilted under the pressure um and in the second round too Imagine that get get two all stars back, two two legit all stars and Gordon Hayward and Kyrie after a team that was kind of on the brink of going to the championship last year. Um, that run that run was it should have been a catapult for this season to live up to the hype to you know sixty five you know sixty sixty five wins one seed challenge Houston and Golden State all that what we all thought it was going to be and it just went the other way it was complete opposite it was because basketball is is the professional sport obviously with the least amount of players on a roster there's only 12 guys so the egos are tremendous they're huge everybody thinks they should be playing especially guys like uh Terry Rozier Terry and Jalen Brown they I mean they basically took that squad of kids and nobodies to the brink of the NBA Finals last year. And um, that should have been a building block, and it was just it was a distraction all year. Terry even said post-game, he was like, I sacrificed the most this year, blah, blah, blah. He was bitchy and pouty. Um, I don't expect him to be happy after they, they bow out earlier than they did last year with the talent they had, but, I mean, it was just... Kyrie was soft. He's checked out, man. He's just checked out the whole night. Air balls, getting his pocket picked. I mean, bad shots. He was terrible. Um, 
I don't know what to do with him, honestly. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if I want him or not because there's two there's two avenues that it could go. Um, I mean, if he stays, Anthony Davis is probably still on the table. Um, if he goes, then I'm I really want Kemba Walker. He's a free agent this year. Um, I think Kemba Walker's a great player. And he just hasn't had a chance to bust out. He's kind of what Kyrie was right before um, right before LeBron went back. I mean, he's just a great player, a consummate All Star, but he's just on a you know he's on a team that's lucky to win thirty games, thirty five games. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I really don't know because then because then if you cut if you take if you just remove Kyrie and you don't add anything. Then that's NBA purgatory. We don't want to be there. That's a three through eight seed in the playoffs. Uh, it's a first or second round exit, and no championship, obviously. And that's it. You, it's no championships, and it's no high lottery picks in the draft to get that franchise altering player. You're just stuck. You're just you're just stuck in purgatory, um, and we we definitely don't need that. We don't need that. Um, so whatever keeps us out of that, whatever keeps us out of NBA purgatory, I want Danny Ainge and Wick and all those guys, I want them doing that. Um, I either want them going all in and keeping Kyrie and adding a piece, or if Kyrie does go, they need to make a different splash somewhere else this off season. You can't wait. You can't just go do one more year with the with the kids again and see where it goes. Um, it needs to be one or the other. So, um, but yeah, it's th- those guys should be ashamed of themselves with that effort last night. They should be ashamed. Um, Kyrie after the game is given all the credit. He's given all the credit to the Bucks. Now, granted, the Bucks are a great team and they have the probable MVP um, in Giannis, but. You guys played like shit. They played like they played like ass. They couldn't make shots. They weren't making shots. And to sit there and be like, "Oh well, the defense," and then the, they they just couldn't. It's simple. It was way simpler than Kyrie was making it out to be, which is often how it goes in his interviews. Um, Brad post game was fine. Uh, he took he took all the blame as a coach should. He's literally just said it right to the media. I coach badly. I need to coach better to beat great teams like the Bucks. Pretty much all he said. And I 100% agree, Brad. I 100% agree. Um but it's the but it's not all on him. Um I wouldn't even say half of it's on him. This was um this was players mailing it in and not liking each other, not being able to put aside their differences. Like I don't get I don't get that. You know how many teams in so many other sports and times fucking hated each other and they still won uh have you ever heard of Shaq and Kobe they hated each other's guts they wanted to kill each other they probably still do they probably they probably catch a fair one on site if they see each other right now and they're in their 40s Shaq's probably almost 50 for Christ's sake they won three championships fucking Billy Martin Billy Martin and uh Reggie Jackson in the 70s with the Yankees they would fist fight in the dugout in like the middle of July. 
<laughs> and they and they won the championship every year in the seventies. Go look it up. They would they would fight. They would they would throw shit at each other. They get thrown out of the games. They their players would have to separate them. They were psychopaths. But you know what? They wanted to win. They wanted to win more than the other team did, and more than they hated the people on their team. That's the difference. That's the difference. Um. So yeah, I'm done with these guys. I'll I'll bring the Celtics back up again. Uh, when they either sign Kyrie back or when they make another free agent splash, but um, yeah, rest uh, rest in peace, rest in peace to those Boston Celtics, 2018-2019. Tough look. Um, we're gonna get right into the Bruins preview. Uh, I have the Bruins in a gentleman sweep because it's the fucking Carolina Panthers at the end of the day. Still, I mean, I know they made it and I know they've beat some teams and stuff, but if you just look at it from you know. 50,000 feet, if you just look at it from up above, it's just so clear that the Bruins are just the better team from the goalie out. Um, not like it's been the last two series. I think we already, I think we've already played our hardest, our hardest series in this playoffs. Um, it's kind of like the 2011 and the 2013 runs. There was a sweep in both of those. Um, I'm pretty sure there was one in 2013. I know, uh, Philly, I know we swept Philly in the semifinals in 2011 on the way to the cup. I think we swept the Penguins in 2013, if I'm not mistaken. I think that, that was the, the, um, the series where Crosby tried to fight Chara and he got like a five minute major or something and we beat them. We beat the hell out of him in game one and they just couldn't recover. Um, literally and on the, Literally with our fists and on the scoreboard, beat the hell out of them. Um, I have a very strong feeling that this series is going to be a lot like those two series, just a, a bu- just bullying a team who we're better than, who we're more experienced than. Um, there's more history. I know it really doesn't matter because 2019 is 2019, but there's more history. Uh, this just has Bruins and in, in four or five all over it. Um, Carolina does have some good players. Uh, Justin Williams, Mr. Game 7 himself. I'm pretty sure he has the most career Game 7 goals like in NHL history, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, he helped Washington and L.A. win Stanley Cups in the last uh, six or seven years. So he's he's a gamer. Um, Jordan Stahl, he's, um, he's a guy who's won the Cup with the Penguins. Um, earlier in his career. So, I mean, they have... But you know what? Those are the only two guys they have. Those are the only two guys they have with playoff experience. Um, Some of their better players, um, Aho, who's a winger, very skilled, um, great hands, great goal scorer. Um, Tara Vinen, another guy, great player, good shot. Um, And then we come... To good old former Boston Bruin, Dougie Hamilton. Give it up for Dougie Hamilton coming back to the garden tonight. Woo, Dougie! Oh, man. what You want to talk about soft. Oh, boy. Do you want to talk about being softer than wet puppy shit? Dougie Hamilton's your guy. <laughs> Did you see? There's a, there's a video I saw. Of, I think it was last night. 
for it was just a preview of the um of the series coming up and Dougie Hamilton was going in this is this year in the playoffs going into the corner against Ovechkin peeks over his shoulder Ovechkin's probably three or four strides behind him runs away from the puck sidesteps the puck by two steps lets Ovechkin get the puck like so he didn't have to hit anything let's Ovechkin get the puck down low Ovechkin finds Kucherov goal like he can't he doesn't want to play he's not ready for big time physical gritty I'll just be a homer and say it Boston Bruins playoff hockey he's absolutely not absolutely not ready um he's a bit he's a bit of a weirdo too I've heard some interviews with him he's a bit he's kind of strange um he he also somehow he has helicopter parents that's why he, he he's a grown-up guys he's a he's in his 20s he's I think he's 24 or 25 um he has helicopter parents still that's why he's been traded like two or three times in the NHL because mommy and daddy call the GM or the coach and they and they complain about Dougie about little Dougie's playing time <laughs> like are you saying, like the, his mommy's goes bring 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 yes um hi is this the GM yeah this is uh, Mrs. Hamilton and uh, I noticed that you weren't playing Dougie as much on the first D pair and like, I was just wondering like why not because he's the he's easily your best player and the, shut up shut up Oh my God! Do you know how you know how embarrassed I would be? Do you know how I go to I go to college full time? Do you know how embarrassed I would be if I came home from school and I showed my mom a bad quiz or a test grade, or she just happened to see it, and she called my professor or the dean of students? It's a complete. Yes, hi. Is this the dean of students? Yeah, this is Mrs. Carrado, and um. He got a, my son Anthony got this bad grade, but he, but you know, he's really smart. No, 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 we're not gonna. No, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing. Dougie, you're a grown up. You're a fuck. Are you serious? How does he let this? How does he let this happen? It's 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 inexplicable. It's absolutely inexplicable how it. His his parents are like fucking peewee mighty might parents. And they're like, oh, my son's not playing. And your son's not playing. Your son's 25 years old, ma'am. He's in the NHL. He gets paid millions of dollars. Shut up. Oh, my God. Between that and the fucking, and the celebrations that Carolina does after all their wins, uh, the, the whole choreographed, like, this whole jig that they do. What is that, by the way? Um. I'm usually very anti like hockey purist things or or you know baseball purist things like people who don't like the bat flip. I love the bat flip. But see, that's different because the bat flip is a play. It's a play that's in the game and it's it's a flare and a show off thing, but it's not a show up thing. It's because baseball's super boring, so these guys when they do hit towering home runs it's good for their image and for their brand if they pimp it a little bit, you know? If they give it a little Ortiz bat flip or a or a Griffey stare down, something like that. That's how you get a name for yourself. You don't get a name for yourself as a fucking hockey team when you do a, 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 a fucking West Side Story routine after every home win you do. I'm sorry, you just don't. You, just do, you, you know what you are? You're an asshole, and you're a, and you're a bad winner. I'm a bad winner too, but I, I, I use it with my mouth. I don't fucking dance a jig 
in in front of my friends' faces if I beat them in like beer pong or Mortal Kombat or some shit. You know, I mean, what are we what are we doing with the with the with the choreographed celebrations after games? They they're lucky that there's an unwritten rule that that there's no fight. There's really no fighting in the NHL playoffs because if they win Game Three and they do a and they do one of those celebrations, somebody's catching a fair one in the at the puck drop in Game Four. Somebody is getting you're gonna you're gonna show me up on your own ice. You're gonna fucking dance a jig. You're gonna you're gonna do a little number for us after you beat us. That I'm gonna do a. How about I tap dance on your face? How about that? How about David Backus tap dances on your one of your guys' face after you after you guys celebrate? Assholes. Oh, between that and then the the bandwagon fans that that's why they do it. They do it because they started doing it because they weren't they weren't even selling out the arena. They're 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 the smallest hockey market I think next to Winnipeg, and in Winnipeg is the smallest market only because they have the smallest stadium. Like what the fuck? Like what are we doing? What are we doing, guys? I mean, if this this will leave a sour taste in my mouth if we bow out against the Carolina friggin' Hurricanes, that will be that'll be one of the biggest disappointments. That we it'll be a million times more disappointing than the, than the Celtics in the grand scheme of things. Not compared to the beginning of the season, compared to the circumstances in the playoffs where they stood in the where they stand and where they stood in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, that um, that Celtics team. Not to get back on the, I know I I know I already declared them dead, but who's who is another who's the other biggest Boston sports disappointment since like other than them. The 2011 Red Sox, maybe? Chicken and beer guys? With fucking Terry Francona popping painkillers and sleeping on the couch and... uh, What's his name? Lackey and Josh Beckett (laughs) eating KFC and drinking Bud Lights down in the clubhouse while the game's on? That's not great. That's... that's Just just FYI, if you're getting lumped in with the chicken and beer 2011 Red Sox, that's, that's awful company to be keeping. That's terrible company to be keeping. Um, but yeah, the the Bruins have to make it there. They have to make it to the dance. Um, they're probably going to play San Jose. San Jose is playing out of their mind. I, I know that sounds weird to say because they're such a choke artist. But if they play San Jose and they, for some reason they don't beat them, um, I won't be too upset. I won't be... I won't be like my parents, you know? I won't be like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. I actually will be mad. I'll only be mad. I won't be disappointed because I know how good I know how good San Jose is. Other way around, use the Carolina or the Blues. I'm both. I'm pissed and I'm disappointed. And I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it because your Boston Bruins are the best the best hockey team left in the NHL playoffs. Um, Vegas has them 3 or 4 to 1 to win. I believe uh, as of right now, they are the favorites to win in uh, via the Las Vegas Sportsbook or Superbook rather. So um yeah, I'm really looking forward to the game tonight. 8 o'clock, puck drop. Um 
The Red Sox will be taking the place of the Boston Celtics on the next episode because uh, who would have thought we're going to have a baseball season? Uh, they're, they're, they're 500. They made 500 last night. Good for them. Um, sale pitch great last night, eight innings. Uh, he had 12 or 13 strikeouts, 13 strikeouts. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was nice to see. It's nice to see them playing well. Would have liked to get sale to win. Couldn't, what are you going to do? As long as there's W's in the Red Sox win column, I really don't care about this. The starting pitching, um, numbers are going to be flawed regardless of how, even if they go on a tear and they end up somehow, um, competing for the AL East that their starting pitching numbers aren't going to be great because of the first six weeks that they had took them a month to get a win from a starter. So, um, those numbers are going to be skewed, but, and, um, Jackie Bradley made a huge catch the other night. Good old Jackie Bradley, um, robbed, robbed a Homer for once. That was nice. He missed one last week. He made, he made up for it though. He made up for it. Bless his little heart. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's it. Um, Bruins in five, gentlemen sweep. And I'll uh, I'll get into a little... I'm getting into a little baseball. I'm getting into a little baseball uh, next episode, too. All right? Take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening. The Twitter at TalkingBS1. The IG is at underscore talking BS. I love talking the BS with you guys. Take it easy. Thanks.